Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. We are here today with Veronica Rotman, who has had a reverence for the body and its intelligence from a young age. She's a somatic experiencing practitioner and also integrates her background in yoga, birth work, holistic pelvic care, and Reiki into a unique and transformative healing experience. She works one-on-one, teaches online immersions, classes, and in-person retreats to hold space for healing trauma through the nervous system. Her work centers the female body and experience, with the focal point being the pelvic bowl. She has held space for thousands of people to heal and is dedicated to fostering capacity for your deepest embodiment. I'm so excited to have you here today. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Jessica. It's such a such a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. And I'm really excited about this topic because somatics, somatic experiencing, like I feel like these terms are thrown around a lot right now in this space. Very trendy. Yeah. yeah, Super (laughs) trendy. So I'm excited to figure out like what it really means and how we can actually leverage it to feel more aligned and connected in our business. Um, But before we jump into that, give us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Yeah. So I'm a mom of two little boys. Hmm. And, you know, I found myself a few years ago in the midst of the pandemic uh, you know, still trying to figure things out in terms of what my what my career would look like and how I would offer my services. And obviously, a lot of us had to pivot in big ways towards working online. And it started as this little tiny seedling of an intention to hold more space for people online. And it expanded uh, and continues to expand. Uh, and, you know, it was it was not easy. I had a three year old and a ten month old when the pandemic started, and we all know, you know, the dysregulation that came with going through the pandemic. And what I found was that uh, my what I offer became even more important to people in that experience, right? So, yeah, I just wanted to kind of give a little bit of an intro to how I formed my online business. And, um, yeah, that I, I really feel, um, so lucky and so blessed to be able to do something that gives me so much and, um, is so rewarding. And I want, I want more people to know that that's possible for them. Uh, like if I can do it in a pandemic with two little kids and Mm -hmm. starting from scratch, then like, it is so possible. Yeah. I love that. Such a great encouragement because so many of us get stuck in that space of, can I do this? I love this, but I don't see how it can happen. I don't understand how to get there. And it's such a great reminder that we don't always, we're not supposed to necessarily know how. We've just got to move toward it. I don't even think I knew how. I think I just decided to do it. 
And my body was such a huge part of um, giving me this inner compass to help me see, okay, what's next? What's next? What are we going to build from here? Right. And just staying anchored and in my body is what gave me the presence and the, the trust, right. That I didn't have to know it all. I could just put this idea out there and be patient and consistent and show up. And, and that really was everything. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, one of my very best friends, we, voice memo each other like multiple times a day where each other's like coach and support and everything. And we say to each other all the time, we'll say, remember, you'll know what you need to know when you need to know it. Like it, oh, true. it will come to you. Just trust. Um, so you mentioned like you sort of, you knew in your body as it was going, like you were sort of getting cues and being guided. And that feels very, you know, what we're talking about here in terms of somatics. So. I want to start first and foremost by understanding what we mean when we say somatics. So can you give us yeah. like a little lesson here? <laughs> I love this question. So uh, if we break down the word, soma means body. So somatics is this umbrella term that refers to any, any experience we have that involves the body. Mm. My area of expertise is centering the renegotiation of trauma through the nervous system, through the body, through somatic experiencing. But I also integrate other forms of somatics as a way to kind of center um, certain experiences. So I specialize in helping women or people who have you know, female anatomy to heal trauma and, and the rites of passages that come with being in a female body, right? But um, yeah, the term somatics, it, it just involves anything that that centers the body and healing through the body. So mm -hmm. movement, dance therapy, um, EMDR, there's so many different forms, but mm -hmm. somatics is like the, the, the umbrella term to describe all these different experiences and how they, they focus on the body as the place where healing, healing happens. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And so it feels like, um, when we think about running our business and I'm wondering what you think about this so much, like, especially as solopreneurs, so much of what we've experienced in our life comes into our business, whether we want it to or not, this trauma, big T or little T, and healing is going to also help us find greater alignment and greater connection in our business. So talk to me a little bit about how, you know, how we can do that. Let's just like start talking about like, what does it look like to use somatics to heal trauma that then helps us create this greater alignment as business owners? Yeah. Yeah. It really starts with building a relationship with your body. You know, mm -hmm. we live in the world and I think it's especially, um, something we hyper-focus on as solopreneurs uh, is, is our mind and thinking and probably overthinking and habitually, chronically overanalyzing everything we're doing, right? And this is actually a symptom of chronic stress, of, of potentially trauma as well, uh, because the body is actually driving our thoughts. So we now know through research that at least 80% of what we think what we feel and our reactions to things is being driven by the nervous system, by the body. 
But we have this very top-down centered way of approaching our work, approaching our experiences, right? And that it's not that that's not helpful. It's that it's limited. Mm. We will eventually plateau if we're approaching our business from this very mind-centric place. And we'll likely burn, you know, run into burnout, run into um, more anxiety. And the body gives us this opportunity when we build relationship with it through building the sense of safety we need to feel our body, that felt sense, right? The body gives us a chance to go in and rewire some of the patterning around our attachment to, um, you know, overthinking being harshly uh, critical towards ourselves, our inner dialogue, uh, any any kind of pattern that's holding us back in our business or in our life, really the root of it comes from the nervous system. Mm. And it tends to be an unconscious pattern, right? Like we're, we, we tend to not have the awareness of it until we get into the body. And when we do that, that's where things really start to shift. So those patterns that you were like, there's no way this isn't going to be a part of me. This is just what I do, right? I'm an overthinker. I burn out. I push myself too hard. I'm too hard on myself or whatever your dialogue is, or I'm not good enough. Those patterns can change. We're just approaching it from only that 20% only. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to plateau if we're only doing it through the um, the way we're thinking about things. And I think that's really kind of a travesty, right? Because it, it, you're not a failure. <laughs> like you're not failing, right? You just have this whole relationship from the neck down <laughs> that we're not we're not exploring. And so I'm really passionate about helping people understand that you know, these adaptive responses in their nervous system, they, they were there for, they formed for a good reason from something from the past, right? They, they were there to help you in the past at some point. And now you don't, you don't need them. And it's, it's the building relationship with your body where you start to rewire them. Yeah. So help me understand. So we're mostly, and it makes sense. I'm sure everyone here resonates with this idea of like, we're coming from our mind, right? And less from our body. And we have these patterns that are from something traumatic that is stored in our body. So how, how, what's the connection between what's stored in the body and what we're thinking in our mind in those patterns? Yeah. Yeah. Love this. So if you relate to your thoughts in a way where you are seeing them as a reflection of what's happening inside of what's happening in the nervous system. It gives you a clue, right? As to what the body is experiencing. So if I'm having racing rapid fire thoughts that don't stop, and it's kind of hard to make a coherent sentence because they're coming in so fast and I'm so anxious, this shows me, okay, somewhere in my body, I'm having an experience, a sensation that perhaps doesn't feel safe. My body is what's called neurosecting a perceived threat. So at all times, even right now, as you and I sit here, our nervous systems without us trying, this is on a precognitive level, every six seconds, our nervous system is rapid fire scanning 
our environment through our senses for signs of safety or signs of danger. This is our nervous system's job. So things we hear, see, smell, feel, taste, touch, all of that. And what gets encoded in our system from the past as a sign of of potential danger stays if we don't teach the body that it's it's not unsafe, right? So the, that gets encoded. And so I could be, maybe someone here has experienced like you're out to lunch with some friends, you're having a good time. And all of a sudden you feel this anxiety or this overwhelm, or you, your thoughts start to feel a little more depressed side, right? And this is our body, our body, before we can make sense of it, before the brain can catch up to it, is perceiving a threat. It could be the tone of someone's voice. Mm. It could be an emotion or a sensation we're experiencing inside the body. It could be a sound, a smell, whatever it is that got associated with threat because of something from our past. And but we tend to think, oh, there must be something wrong with me. I don't know what's wrong. We want to figure it out mm-hmm. when really there's there's no entryway into that through the mind. We we have to get into the implicit memory, what's stored in the body in order to rewire some of that and teach our body that we're safe so that our thoughts, right, start to reflect more of that safety, that felt sense of joy, that felt sense of pleasure of calm, but alert. Yeah. Mm. So, so interesting to think about that. And and something that I am wondering is like, would you say that pretty much everyone could use somatic support and in healing in some capacity? You know, I, I would, I think that we are a culture that is disembodied that is, you know, no one grew up with our parents asking us, first and foremost, you know, attuning to our emotions, every emotion, not just, you know, some of them. And then asking us, oh, you feel angry? Where do you feel that in your body? Right? No one really had that encouragement towards staying in their body. If anything, it was like a lot of pushing past what our body was saying to us. So, yes, my answer would be yes, we could all use somatics and embodiment. And sometimes it takes a while for us to be able to relate to our bodies in a way that feels safe. And that's where I think things like um, mindset work and affirmations and things like that can give us a sense of security in even being in our body. Mm. So I really, I don't see them as one being better than the other. We need both. And really your mind is a part of your body. Uh, so sometimes we need to reframe through the mind first before the relationship with our body can even become available, right? Yeah, and it it feels like as you're sharing it that even like just starting to tap into that somatic work just will naturally lend itself to greater alignment in whatever we're doing in business and in life because we're we're misaligned maybe I'm thinking about it wrong, but like we're misaligned already in that we're only in our head and not in our body and that like that lack of connection there. Yes. You know, and I witness this in my clients all the time, but especially in my own life that when I started to heal through my body, when I hold space for my clients too, 
a lot of expansion happens, whether it's in relationships, the relationship you want to have in your family or your business, right? Uh, whatever experience you feel like you have this longing for, this desire for, but you keep kind of bumping into mm-hmm. roadblocks, the, the body really kind of holds, unlocks that patterning when we work with it. Uh, so I've found it to be incredibly transformative. Yeah. So how can listeners who are intrigued by this, how can they get started with it? Like, is there maybe one or two exercises you can recommend to just start like dipping the toe, their toe, Mm -hmm. like their bodies (laughs) to start tapping a little bit into their body? Yeah. I mean, I'd be happy to lead us through like a little quick one if you want or, okay. So, so what I'll have everyone do you too, Jessica, is just kind of take a moment to notice what position your body wants to be in. Right. So much of our experiences are like, I'm trying to make the other person comfortable Mm. in this situation. So my body's leaning forward instead of leaning back into my chair. I just noticed. So I'm going to, I'm going to also lean back into the support of my chair and just, yeah, take a moment to really feel the body settling. And then what we're going to do is a practice called orientation through the senses. So what I just described, that neuroception can really have an impact on how we feel and how regulated our nervous system is. We're going to help our bodies bring intention to this process of neuroception and through that help the nervous system perceive safety instead of even like a subtle layer of of that potential threat. So taking a moment to scan your space, scanning with the eyes panoramically, looking around and notice if your eyes are kind of wide and see if you can kind of just let the gaze soften a little bit as you look around. Noticing how it feels to connect with your visual self. One from here, changing senses to your sense of hearing. So listening to the sounds that are close by, the sounds that are further away, and how it feels to listen. And then finally, feeling your sense of touch. So it could be a texture that your hands feel. My hands are feeling the softness of this couch. Maybe you're tuning into the connection of your back on whatever you're sitting on or your legs or your feet or pelvic bowl. And noticing how it feels to really bring awareness to that sense of touch. And then the next step, is to ask yourself, which one of these senses feels the most pleasurable? And maybe it's it's not pleasurable, but it's neutral, right? But just which one do I really, really want to orient to the most? So for me, it's my back on this pillow. 
So I'll invite you to orient to that, whether it was something you're looking at, listening to, or feeling. Now here's where we get into the body, into the language of the nervous system, this next step where you go, okay, I know I'm enjoying this thing I'm seeing or listening to or touching. Where in my body is the experience of enjoying this happening, driving my understanding of the fact that I enjoy it? So is it in your chest? Is it in your belly, your back, your feet, anywhere in the body? Asking, how does that feel? Is it expansive? Is it softening? Is it warmth? Letting yourself orient to that felt sense of pleasure where you feel it. You could place a hand on it if you'd like. As you experience this felt sense of pleasure, you are making contact with the physiological part of your nervous system that is already oriented towards healing. You're building relationship with your body through this felt sense of pleasure, increasing your capacity. Noticing here as you orient to it, how you feel. Noticing if your thoughts start to shift. Remembering this is a practice. So if anyone at home finds this difficult, totally normal. (laughs) How are you feeling? Great. I yeah. love that. I um for me it was the sound and it was the sound of nothing. Mm, yes. Yes. That felt like most and I always find that when I sit down to meditate or I get on my Pilates mat and I take that first deep breath like when you're asking where I was feeling it I almost just was, was feeling it just like all the way up like my core and up into my chest this just like just like releasing down. Yeah. Yeah. That feels really good. It's like an immediate sense of calm when I'm, when I have that. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be a great practice to just weave into your day. Right. And it doesn't have to be like you set a timer and you make yourself do it this many times. It's just like in a lot of moments throughout the day, can you pause and go, where where is something I enjoy through my senses? And can I notice where I have that experience in my body? Mm -hmm. Little by little, this expands our capacity for being in the body. And the body is always present. Our mind might be stuck in the past or future, right? But the body is always right here. Mm -hmm. So just really letting yourself anchor into that. Mm -hmm. And would you say like a practice like that is good for also... Like I often imagine that for most people, it's very noisy. It's too noisy to actually hear and get that connection with your body and hear what the body's saying. And like a practice like that allows us to quiet a little bit and and like and actually put an ear to the body rather than everything else in our brain. Yeah, I love that image of putting an ear to the body. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a really great way to put it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that feels amazing. So we've done that practice. If something feels out of alignment in our, we'll say in our business, because we talk mostly about business here on the podcast, and we want to get started with somatic work, we have this practice, you know, how do you encourage people to further this for themselves and really start yeah. to get more into the body? Yeah, there's lots of amazing resources out there. So many different people who offer somatics in different forms. Um, I primarily offer virtual one-on-one sessions, but I also have a 10-week immersion that I teach uh, once a season. It's called Soma School. And it's all recorded. So if you can't make it live, you can get the recording. I'm in the middle of teaching. I'm like week five, right in the center of teaching one of my 10-week immersions. Um, And I've had lots of people jump on board uh, because there is the recordings, right? But so in the summer and fall, I'll be offering it again. Uh, There are also lots of workshops and classes that I offer online. So if you follow me at Waking Womb on Instagram, uh, you'll be able to stay up to date on all of that. And on my website, waking-womb.com, uh, yeah, you'll be able to just, you know, follow along with, with all the offerings. I also do in-person retreats and, um, yeah, lots of fun stuff, but uh, yeah, there's so many, there's so many somatic practitioners out there. So just kind of feeling out who's going to be the best fit for you. Right. And, um, and going with that, lots of amazing books as well. I love, um, Anchored by Deb Dana. It's a great way to to start to relate to your body and your nervous system, especially. Um, that's a, yeah. Oh, my teacher Kimberly Ann Johnson um, has a book called Call of the Wild as well. That's great. Mm-hmm. Okay, amazing. And I think something that's been helpful for me too that I'll share, and I would love your input if you have any. Is just like for me, just using mindful movement has been helpful too for just feeling my body, you know, like, um, like not with my hands, but like, um, you know, just like putting on a a song and just like letting my body move in whatever way feels good, which is weird to think about. But when you do it, you just like know what feels good. Um, and, uh, Pilates specifically through Lindy. Well, they're a client of mine, but I'm also, I love the way that they, their approach and it's very slow and very mindful. And that's been really helpful too, for me to connect into my body. And, um, even just like, I know a lot of people say like, you know, dancing and, um, there are a lot of great Instagram accounts. I can't think of any off the top of my head that also show like different movements that help calm your body too, like different, like shaking or, um, stuff like that. So Yes, exactly. Like you said, there's just so many things that we can do in addition to working with someone one-on-one to just start listening in and feeling and remembering that we even have a body (laughs) that has things to say. (laughs) Yes. Movement is so important. And, you know, the, our body and the way it moves is really a reflection of what's going on in our nervous system. And so if we want to shift our nervous system, we have to shift the way we move, right? So um, just getting familiar with how your body wants to express itself, that is really, really powerful. And we just don't have enough rituals 
uh, built into our, you know, community and our everyday lives where we get an opportunity to do that. We're very sedentary. So um, you can only imagine what that does to all the emotions too. If we're sitting all the time, it tends to, to mean that we're numbing, we're numbing out those emotions. So yeah, to giving yourself a chance to move can also help those emotion and even the word emotion, right? Emotion, like the, the feelings want to move and they move through your body, not through your mind. So, yeah, I love that reminder. So uh, before we shift gears, if there was one thing, if listeners walk away with nothing but this, what would that be? Yeah. That, you know, I have all of these ways of guiding people and I can hold space and I can give you tools and guidance, but really what matters way more, way, way more than any of that is your experience of being in your own body. And only you can feel that. So yes, learn all the things and remember that really your body holds this map of who you are and only you can experience that. So yeah, that, that would be it. Perfect. I love that so much. I actually just wrote down your body holds the map of who you are because I like to pull like um, quotes out of the episode and I don't want to forget that one. Um, so now shifting gears, what are you getting intentional about right now? Yeah, it's so funny that at the beginning, like before we started, you mentioned, uh, writing a book because Mm -hmm. right now I'm co-authoring a book. Um, I think we talked a little bit about how, um, my work often centers the female physiology and experience, right? And um, my friend Kat and I are partnering on this book on how partners who don't menstruate, how men can support um, people or women who do in their relationship and how this actually really builds intimacy. And it's not just beneficial for people who bleed, but also people who don't, right? Uh, Instead of it being this shameful thing that's Um, meant to be hidden and uh, experienced alone, it it brings more of that connection. And that, you know, of course, in any relationship is, is really powerful. Yeah. Amazing. I love that. I'll have to keep an eye out on your Instagram for when that's ready. Um, Might be a while. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's how it goes, right? (laughs) Um, all right. And to connect with you, um, outside of the podcast, you said you're on Instagram at waking womb and your website is waking dash womb.com. Correct. Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here. This was like very, um, insightful for me. So I know it was insightful for my listeners. So I appreciate you sharing your knowledge and magic with us. Yeah, this was so much fun, Jessica. Thank you. I look forward to yeah connecting again and staying in touch. Thanks so much. Absolutely. And thank you everyone for tuning in. We'll catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.